Hey, Leading Saints audience. You know, I, I think, I feel like we're friends here, you know, so therefore I can be just straight up with you. So the reality is we need your help. 2022 is coming in a few weeks and we need to fund our operations for this coming year. The best way for you to help us fund our operations is to become a core leader. Now, that's what we call our recurring donors. You can do this on a monthly or a yearly basis, and not only does it help us cover our operation costs, but you also get additional access to our core leader library, which you can access through this really cool smartphone app. So go check out the details at leadingsaints.org slash donate and see all the details. Now, if you're already a core leader, maybe it's a good time to see if you can increase your donation or give an additional donation and give access to another leader that you love. And finally, thank you for another awesome year where you have helped support some pretty awesome leadership content. I hear from leaders across the world who appreciate this content, and it wouldn't be possible without many of you. So thanks. Now, here's a quick review of the top podcast episodes of 2021. Hey, I am recording in uh, Blackfoot, Idaho, Pingree, Idaho, to be specific. This is actually where my wife grew up, where my in-laws live, and uh, I'm recording this on their kitchen table right in the middle of the madness, so who knows what sort of background noise we get or if a child comes screaming into the room, but that's what the holidays are about, right? Going to families and just chillaxing and just... appreciating these wonderful people in in our lives. And I didn't want to uh, use the excuse of being out of town without giving you some great end-of-year content. And so uh, here it is. I get asked how many subscribers uh, Leading Saints Podcast has, and uh, there's really no answer for that. There's no exact way to tell how many subscribers a podcast has. And if anybody does tell you how many subscribers their podcast has, they're really estimating. Uh, But you can see the number of downloads that a podcast has. So that's the metric, which I uh, keep my eye on to see the growth and and progress and make sure that we're headed in the right direction. And I'm happy to say we are headed in the right direction. Each month, there's more and more downloads, more and more people getting uh, introduced to Leading Saints, which I got to thank you out there, the individuals who I hear from that say, hey, I brought up this episode in Ward Council, or I emailed this link to my Relief Society president. Like that is... That is so helpful when you do that. So I'm happy to report that just yesterday, which was uh, today's the 22nd, yesterday was the 21st, just yesterday we passed 7 million downloads in the total history of, of Leading Saints. And that's that's pretty cool. That makes us one of the most downloaded, independent Latter-day Saint podcasts out there. Now, I can only dream of uh, being getting or getting the downloads of some of the top Latter-day Saint podcasts like Jody Moore and Hank Smith and John by the way they're they're rocking it and I'm sure you you listen to those as well. But it's always fun to look at the podcast numbers and see what is resonating most with uh, with the, the audience. So this morning I looked up the 10 most downloaded podcasts of 2021 and here's the list. Now I hopefully will play a short clip from each episode just to uh, jog your memory a bit, uh, but maybe in editing I'll find that I, maybe I don't have one easy access to, but I don't know. I guess I can find it anywhere, somewhere. So here is uh, the list. Coming in at number one, a shout out to some awesome friends who started an awesome podcast called Speak Up Sister, and that's Jamie Adams and Jody Struer. Because it is a cultural problem and because Mm -hmm. the culture is broken in this way, then it's not just a matter of women needing to build skill. It's, in a broader sense, a matter of men and women 
needing to be able to work together better. And a lot of that will include men who administer in the church doing things differently. Yes, inviting more women to participate in a meeting is a great first step. But then inviting women to speak during the meeting. Maybe even sending out notes ahead of time to give women a chance to think ahead about things and come prepared. There are just so many things that can be done when we address it from the point of view of men and women can both do things to to elevate this meeting so that all contributions are being made, and then the spirit will be more free to flow. And then the next person, Ryan Gottfordson, a good friend of mine and, and good friend of the Leading Saints world, he actually is on the top 10 list twice in 2021. This one that num- coming in at number two is actually a rebroadcast from his episode about success mindset, a uh, success mindsets, a uh, book he wrote, and just phenomenal content. I love this book, and uh, good job, Ryan. When people don't feel comfortable expressing their ideas and opinions, they don't feel like they're part of the community. This is a balance thing that's really tricky because we really value the idea of truth in the church, but we also value the idea of loving others. And so when somebody says something we don't agree with, we have a tendency to take a stand on one or the other. Do we put our truth foot down or do we put our loving and accepting foot down? And it's tricky. You know, again, how do you balance this? But sometimes we have a stronger desire to be right than we do to love others. Coming in at number three, Andrea Lystrup, uh, the phenomenal counselor who happened to be in town in Salt Lake City, and we connected, and I said, hey, come on over, even though I live out in the middle of nowhere in Tula County. At least that feels like that sometimes. And uh, she came over, and we uh, recorded an awesome episode called When Church is a Burden. In my practice, I work with a lot of people who describe themselves as feeling spiritually worn out. Sometimes they go to church and they don't feel like they're receiving the same uplifting of the spirit that other people are. And so sometimes that's been through mental health challenges have made it hard for them to feel the spirit. Other times it's because they have a faith crisis that's going on and it makes them not connect with the material in the same way that they used to. And when you feel spiritually worn out, it affects all areas of your life. I have a number of clients that will say that they go to church and they end up feeling like there's something wrong with them because they're not getting the Mm -hmm. same answers to prayers or experiences that seems like everyone else around them is getting. And so they find themselves wondering, is there something wrong with me or is there something wrong with everybody else? Yeah, And you don't want to leave church feeling like there's something wrong with anybody. You want to feel community there. And then at number four, I can't forget the opportunity I had to head downtown to the church History Museum and sit down with Jennifer Reeder, who works there and is a phenomenal historian. And she gave some awesome content related to women leaders in church history. Eliza expands that idea as she speaks. She travels all around Utah, Idaho, Wyoming, Nevada territories, establishing relief societies and training women. But she says something really interesting. There's a pattern. She repeats this idea of how relief society We are all like embers or coals, and we're all spread out in our homes and busy lives. But when we can come together to Relief Society, we can gather together our embers, and all of a sudden we have this flame of fire. And then your ember is relit, and you can then take that ember back to your busy life, and it will warm you up and the other people that you're with. 
And I love that. And I felt that in my Relief Society this week. I don't always feel that. But if we could take into account that possibility, I think it would change everything. And then number five is when Ryan Gottfriedson comes on the list for a second time. And uh, when he was in town, we talked about a new project he's working on referencing vertical development. And this episode was called The Research Behind Becoming Christlike. When he's out at sea and it's this stormy sea and he's sleeping, he's got a nervous system that is like a rock, right? (laughs) Is he's not stressed out over this? And all of his, the apostles are stressing out. And he's essentially like, why are you guys stressing out? You guys are freaking out over something that you don't need to freak out over. That's and, an operating system. And right it, it is part of their, their central nervous system. And his is such to the degree to which something doesn't, something big doesn't set him off, right? If he's sitting in our sacrament meetings or in our Sunday school and somebody says some off the wall comment, he doesn't stand up and this is... I don't agree with this. Like so he is able to be mindful, to be present. He doesn't do that. I, I don't imagine him having this knee-jerk reaction. Let me set them straight. I imagine him being the one who after class goes around and puts his arm over that person and says, let me better understand where you're coming from. And another rebroadcast made the list at number six with Mark Matthews, who is a Awesome seminary teacher down in Utah County, and I've had the opportunity to learn from him in in various settings, and so I always grab a chance to interview him when I can, but this episode was the first one I did, I believe, called Understanding Priesthood Keys in Leadership. Priesthood keys are what direct the work, and so understanding what they are, particularly if you hold them, helps you recognize that you have a special priesthood authority that very few people hold. And it gives you a right to represent the Lord in not only acting for the Lord, but in directing and presiding over how the work of the Lord will be done within your jurisdiction. And I think that's a very powerful concept to understand about priesthood keys, a very important one to to understand. And number seven is Deanna Murphy. Man, another leader that we just love so much here. We've had her on several times. And every time I interview with, do an interview with Deanna Murphy, it just shoots up the charts this episode was called Creating Engagement Through Ministering Interviews. If I were to go to another scripture, that where I would go is John 17. It's the great intercessory prayer, right? And you open up the first verses, and what's astounding to me is that he is praying for those who are his, and his longing is that what? They will be one. one. As thou, Father, art in me. And it's interesting, I, I remember asking a group of Relief Society presidency members, why in those verses did he go there? Why do you think he wants us to be one so bad? And it's interesting because if you go to John 17, verse 13, he gives the answer. And his answer is that my joy might be fulfilled in you. The moment we become disconnected from ourselves and him and each other, joy disappears. And the moment we reconnect, joy reappears. And it is not about, as then Elder Nelson taught, that joy is not about the circumstances of our lives. It is about the choices that we make. And when we make choices to get connected to one another and to God and to ourselves, we feel joy. And then a recent favorite coming in at number eight was Professor Michael Goodman, where I sat down. This was actually part of the Single Saints Virtual Summit. I sat down with him when we talked about the doctrine related to being single or married. God cannot be unfair. And he promises compensatory blessings for all of us if we'll simply stay connected to him. And 
We don't have to wait for the joy to begin. One of the things I desperately try to teach my students at BYU is, is learn to live relationally now. You are a part of a family. You're a son. You're a daughter. You're a brother. You're a sister. You're an aunt. You're an uncle. What Elder Scott said, if for the present that's not sealing, well, get as close to it as you can. Live familially. Value family. Value friendship. Live relationally. As we do that, we realize, oh my goodness, God is a relational being. As we do that, we begin to build a relationship, not just horizontally, but vertically with God. And then life becomes rich. And then my brother from another mother coming in at number nine, Steve Shields. Man, this episode was so good. It went long that we had to split it up in two episodes, but it was called Therapy Buffet, Helping Individuals Heal Through Therapy. One of the sayings I always use is what you can't see, you can't feel. And what you can't feel, you can't heal. And people are always like, well, how does the healing happen? And I'm often in a mixed faith setting. And so I can't say, well, the atonement of Jesus Christ. But it's always interesting to me because as I help people see, and it's safe enough for them to feel what they need to feel, the funniest thing happens, Kurt. Most of the Christian word uses the word grace. We use the word atonement. He heals them. And I've watched people get off from bawling on the floor, from sitting in group, from being on my couch, wherever it is. And they're like, I know I'm different now. I feel healed. I feel just the way that Christ healed people in his, in his ministry because he's still doing it. He lives. And so I'm like, yeah, once you're in the fields, once you open that door, I just sit back and watch the miracles. That's why I think I have the best job in the world. I ain't got to heal you. I know who does. I just got to help you open the doors. And that's really, that's where you should couch. What can therapy do for me? What's the relationship? And now more people have made it into my in-law's kitchen and they're all looking at me cross-eyed wondering, why is Kurt recording an episode in the middle of everything? Well, they'll find out when they listen to this. And number 10... My good friend, Bruce Chang, it was so fun to meet him, and he talked about how I lead in a mission presidency out in California, and uh, I have another interview actually recorded that will be part of the Young Saints Virtual Summit that's coming up uh, in the first part of 2022. In the organizational leadership realms, they they call it the board meeting, um, and in the church, we call it council. A measure of a true leader is somebody that's willing to listen more than he speaks. If, let's say, your supervisor or your CEO comes in and said, this is our problem, this is what I think we should do, but I want to hear what you guys have to say. Well, nobody in their right mind is going to speak up because you've already already established the boundaries. And I think that's the essence of leadership. When we counsel with our counsels, you will actually receive revelation because revelation is scattered among us, right? Mm -hmm. President Ballard had that book, Counseling with Our Counsel. He shared. And also, more importantly, we need to hear more from women in our councils because they have wisdom that sometimes we don't think about. And we need to ask them for their input and their feedback. And I'll throw out another honorable mention to Gary Miller from his episode was titled From Baptist Preacher to Latter-day Saint. I, I remember sitting down with a guy that I was mentoring, pastor in San Antonio. And I would come in every time we'd meet, I'd come in with my Bible, right? And we'd uh-huh. sit down and we'd start to study. Like, I mean, I would go straight off, like right into the study. And I remember him saying to me, and the Holy Spirit just knocked me out with this statement. He goes, hey, um, Pastor Miller, is it ever possible for you and I just to get together and have a hamburger and not talk about any of this stuff right away? And, and I thought, I know what some are thinking. Well, we got to preach the doctrine. I get it. I'm with you. Like, I'm the first uh-huh. guy to raise a hand on that. 
but I had not connected with this guy at all. I had all the stuff. I knew all the things to say. We're in discipleship class. Bless God. I'm going to teach you. And it turns out he was going through some seriously heavy stuff. And here I am ushering in my message, but I haven't even taken the time to go, wait a minute, what is happening with you? There would be some that would make the case. We don't have time for all that. Yes, you do. We're super busy. No, you're not. I mean, there's, there's plenty of time to connect with people. Otherwise, we're missing the plot completely. Wowza. Talk about some great interviews. Definitely make a goal to listen to each one of those, maybe twice, and it'll definitely bless your life. So we can't step away from podcast statistics without looking at the overall statistics of the 7 million downloads that Leading Saints has had. I'm just going to run through these. I won't play a clip from each one, but we actually list on our homepage the top six downloaded episodes of all time so that as people are introduced to Leading Saints, they have some really uh, home run quality episodes to listen to first. And so you can always go to leadingsaints.org right on the homepage, scroll down to the podcast episodes, and they'll always list the top six. But I'll quickly read through those I interviewed uh, that are in the top 10 most downloaded, and I'll link to them in the show notes if you want to jump to these. Of course, no surprise here. Number one is Rob Farrell, and bless his heart, he's currently on his first year serving as a mission president in Peru. Again, some very lucky missionaries there. Uh, Number two, Professor John Hilton. Man, that was a a solid one. Number three, Barbara Morgan Gardner, where we talked about uh, women and priesthood. Number four, David Butler. I mean, how can you not love David Butler? Number five, Jason Hunt, BYU professor. Man, that one was a while ago, and it's still just hanging in the top ten. Number six, Tony Overbay from The Virtual Couch. Number seven was, uh, well, Kurt Frankum, me. That's right. It was a monologue episode. Part of It was my presentation from the Liberating Saints virtual conference, and uh, man, it just took off. People really resonated with that, and it's actually been turned into a manuscript that I am just finishing. Man, it's been a harder project than I expected, but hopefully you'll be able to read content related to that episode in book form in the next year. And then uh, number eight is when I interviewed a group of SSA women, uh, same-sex attractive women who, uh, man, gave great perspectives and understanding around that topic. Number nine, The Power of Stillness. All the authors from the book, The Power of Stillness, including Tyne Mansfield, Jacob Hess, uh, Carrie Scarda, uh, just phenomenal people who uh, read, wrote a great resource. Number 10, of the most downloaded episodes, of course, Deanna Murphy. Can't get enough of Deanna Murphy. Go listen to that. So here's to even more fantastic interviews in 2022. I'd love for you to go and comment either on social media of this post or on leadingsaints.org or send me a DM on Instagram, wherever, and share with me what was your top episode uh, that you listened to in the last year or maybe your all-time favorite episode. And like I mentioned above, we would love it for you to consider donating on a recurring basis and becoming a core leader and getting access to additional content and helping us cover the operation expenses for the coming year. And also, another simple thing you can do that actually really helps Leading Saints and our growth is go leave a review on your favorite podcasting app, most specifically Apple Podcasts if you're an iPhone user. Really easy to do. Go give us five stars and tell us what your favorite episode is there as well. 